We're up to Daphne Tess. We're starting 10 lines from the top of the Yomit. So the Gemara Omer Abai, Rabbi Yosi Haglili, Rabbi Yishmol, Omru Dover Echot. Sai Rabbi Yosi Haglili, Sai Rabbi Yishmol have the same Shita Benegeye, what we saw before Rabbi Yosi Haglili held, that Ochle Chaziz of the Behemoth ate Tvua, which is Shachas, which is Tvua that hasn't grown to its full growth. Rabbi Yosi Haglili, Omer Nidin, Bimeshuyer Shaboy, that we don't Cheshbin the value of shachas, we cheshbon the value of fully grown tvua. We look at the tvua that was left over, that wasn't eaten, and we see how it ends up growing at the end of the season. And if it reaches full growth, the he has to pay for tvua that reached its full growth. Even though at the time of the hezek, it wasn't yet at full growth, we view it as what it ultimately would have been. And we cheshbon it agav karka, but we look at it like payers that reached its full growth. So this sheet is both Rabbi Yisai Aglili and Rabbi Shmuel Amr Dover Echot. Zohar the Gemara, Rabbi Yisai Aglili Hadamar, like we just said before, that you go Basra Hamashuy. Rabbi Shmuel, the son, this Abraisa we had previously in the first parak in the sugi of Meitav and Abov, stating the Torah that a mazik has to pay Meitav Sadeu, Meitav Karma Yishalom. The Damach likes Meitav Sadeu Shal Nizik, Meitav Karma Shal Nizik. Divrei Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva Imer. Idiots, the Torah is just coming to tell you that a person has to pay Tashlum and when he wants to pay Karaka, he pays Mina Idiots. If you're Heglish, you definitely have to pay Idiots as well. In other words, the Gemara has a question over here. What's Pshat Rabbi Shemol? On face value, it looks like Rabbi Shemol is saying that the Mazak has to pay the Nizik, mate of Sadeo, mate of Karma. In other words, even if he was Mazak, the Nizik's Ziburis, he has to pay as if he was Mazik Idis. And on that, the Gemara has a question over there in the first parak. How could that be? How could you have to pay more than you were Mazik? Achlok, Chusha, Mishalem, Shemene. So Rabbi Idibar Oven had a pshat. What did Rabbi Idibar Oven say? Rabbi Idibar Oven said, oh, Rabbi Idibar Oven could go into the case, was talking about like this. Kigoyin, Sha'achla, Aruge, Bein Arugis. The Behime ate one aruga amongst many arugas of the nizik. The nizik has many different arugas. He has some that are khushim, that aren't very valuable, some are very shvach, and some are very good. They're shmeina, they're worth a lot more. And we're not sure which one the behemah ate. So, zok the omar kum shalom shmeina. In such a case where we don't know, you have to pay for a shmeina for a valuable aruga. The meita, the Look at the best arugas that he has, and that one is what you have to pay because we know that you were was mazik that one. That's how Rabbi Idibar Avon learns Rabbi Shmuel's din. Another Rabbi Shmuel says if you don't pay shmeine, but if it's achla and we don't know whether it was chusha and shmeine, that's when Rabbi Shmuel said the din that you have to pay mate of sedayish on nizik. That our Gemara says that's not the pshat, not like Rabbi Idibar Avon. No, the hockey loyam rinit, we don't hold like him. Why not? My time. Because of my very The Nizik has no idea which Aruga was Nizik, whether it was the Shmain or the Khusha. So maybe if he wants to get paid for a Shmain, let him bring a Rai that the Hezik was for the Shmain. So what is the Pshat? In Rabbi Shmuel, the Gemara Elo b'meitav de lekamei. What Rabbi Shmuel is telling us is that the mazik has to pay b'meitav de lekamei 
Kefi, what this aruga is eventually going to turn into. In other words, even though now it's not fully grown, you have to pay kemeit of the lekameit, as it's going to be mashbiach at the end of the season. Umayni, what does that mean? Kehech desolik. You'll see the other ones, that bimais hakatsir, how they look, and that size that they grew to, that's what you have to pay for what you were mazik, even though at the time of the hezik, what you were mazik was not that level of growth. So maybe we see that Rabbi Shmuel has the same sheet as Rabbi Yisraeli, that even though you're mazik something which is not fully grown, the tashtuman is based on what it could have grown to. Now, previously in the first parak when we saw the Machlech, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva, the Gemara brought on this kasha, we had to read the Rabbin's pshat, and then the Gemara came out that the Machlechus is whether you pay mate of Shalnizik, mate of Shamazik, meaning that Abadi don't pay more than you were Mazik. However, if the Mazik is going to pay the Tashlumen with Karka, what type of Karka does he have to pay? And he has to pay a Karka which is mate of. And on that, Bishmon and Bekiva had a Machlechus, whether it's the mate of Shalnizik. In other words, if you're paying Karka, you have to pay a Karka which by the Nizik is considered mate of. You could pay what's by you, Ziburis, if that's the idius of the. Nizik, that's the sheet of Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi says, no, that you go basar the mazik. Whatever is idiot by the mazik, that's what you have to pay. Here the Gemara seems to say another machlaikis. The machlaikis is whether you pay kidahashta or like it eventually would have turned into. So Taisu says that this is an additional machlaikis. In other words, not only is the machlaikis, like we said before, made of shal mazik or made of shal nizik, in addition, there's also a second machlaikis whether you go baser the mishuyer, or you go baser what you were mazik now. Mazik now meaning not fully grown, or baser the mishuyer, what it's eventually going to turn into. Taiz brings a raya, what the hechich is, to say that there's two machlaikas. There is a ha'ar, the mefarshim ask, why didn't we say also that Rabbi Shua amr davar echad? Because Rabbi Shua, in a case when the behemoth ate smother, which are not fully ripe grapes, you pay like grapes that are fully grown. So the Chari Rabbi Shua is also the sheet. Is the Ayin, why the Gemara didn't mention that Rabbi, Shua, Rabbi Shua is also of the same sheet. Omar Mar, we saw in the previous Gemara, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Oimer Mishum Rabbi Shimon, Bamed Varam Amurim, we explained as Machlech Rashi, Taisvis, the way Rashi learned, Bamed Varam Amurim, that you're Shaman al gave Karka, and you're not Shaman the Peyers Kamay Shehein, Sha'ochla Lulveik Fanim V'yechure Te'einim that the grapes that were eaten were really tiny. They didn't even reach the level of smother. They were mamash at the beginning stages. This Masha and Cain, the case of Baiser, which they're a lot bigger than, you view it as if he was mazik, ready, a novum that are aimdusli botzer. So the Gemara is medayik. It starts off saying, that are very small, is mashma, ha-smother, which is at a later later stage of growth, and lulvig fanim, then, that you view it as ready, ripe enough. Only because it reached that stage of growth of Pagamai Baiser, which are bigger than Smother. If it's only the size of Smother, then we don't cheshben it like fully ripe grapes. We look at the field. How much the field is worth with smother, how much without smother? That you have to add to this Mishnah, you have to add the word smother. We have before we said the Medvam, so we have to add not Achlapagam, but Medvam, 
Aval Ochla Smodar Paganai Baiser, add Smodam to the Smodar to the list of Paganai Baiser. That only Lubig Fanavichur Ta'inim, which is Mamash at the beginning stages, that's when Yisham Lagavikarke. But once it reaches Smodar and Kolshkin Paganai Baiser, Rayyan Isakil and Ovenzheim is the Botzer. Fine. So it's Miyosh of the Steer. In fact, the Gemara Yehochi, Reb Shimon ben Yehuda, Hain Reb Yeshua. If you're telling me that Reb Shimon ben Yehuda, Libid Reb Shimon, holds that Smodar, is Rayyan Isakil and Ovenzheim is the Botzer, that's Mamash Reb Yeshua's Shita. What did Reb Yeshua say? Reb Yeshua said, Ochla Smodar, Rayyan Isakil and Ovenzheim is the Botzer. So what's the machlaikis, Reb Shimon and Reb Yeshua? The Chayyad are saying the same sheet. And for the Gemara, there is a machlaikis. Ike benayu kechash gufne. And it was enachanami. We view the hezek of smother, a bigger hezek. We view it as finished, ripe grapes. However, on the other hand, you take off from the dmei hezek the kechash gufne. Because as the anavim grow, they take out more koiches from the tree. The more the... Peri grows, the more it's yoinik, koiches and lachluches from the geffen. So Mele, if the peri would have reached its fur, its full growth, it would have been oindusli botzer, it would have been yoinik a lot of the lachluches of the geffen, and that weakens the geffen, and Mele, the actual tree is worth less. Here, he was mazik, the, the behemoth ate the peris where they were smothered, so they weren't yet yoinik, the full lachluchis of a ripe grape. So if you're going to tell me that you have to pay the value of a full grape, so you're being machmer, even though he didn't eat a full grape, he ate only a partially ripe grape, a smother. But you're telling me he has to pay the price of a fully ripe grape. Okay, but on either gisa, if you're looking at a fully ripe grape, the tree would have been shvachend up. And here, you're paying for a fully ripe grape, but you didn't lose, the Nizik didn't lose the Khaj Gufna that he would have lost when the grape becomes fully ripe. So, Mamele, you should have to reimburse, the Nizik should have to reimburse the Mazik for the fact that he's saving, he's getting the full price, Ki'ilu, he had grapes that were fully grown, but he's not losing anything in the Khaj Gufna. So, Mamele, the Mazik could deduct the Khaj Gufna that the Nizik saved. And that's going to be the Machlaikis, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Shimon, whether... He could deduct the, the Kash Gofne or not. However, we know that's the Machloikis, but it's not clear who holds what. In other words, that's what Rabbi Shu and Rabbi Shimon are arguing, but which one holds that you could be Menaka the Kash Gofne, which one holds you can't, that we don't know. No, no, It is very clear. We do know which one of the two is the one that holds the Mazak could be Menaka the Kash Gofne. Which one is it? Mantana the Chayish the Kash Gofne. That says you could take that into account and deduct that. Rabbi Shem ben Yehudi, it's clear that it's Rabbi Shem. The sign is often a bride, Rabbi Shem Yehuda Oimer, Mishum Rabbi Shem ben Oines, if someone is Ma'anis, a girl, he's boil her, Shalai Beratz, and he's Ma'anis her. So, so, so there's Tashlumen over there, besides the Nezek, there's Tsar, Reaper, Shabbos, and Baishas, Akoponim, Oines, Enem, Shalom, and Satsar. He holds Rabbi Shem, Rabbi Shem ben Yehuda, that Oines doesn't have to pay for the Tsar. Now, of course, some of the tsar he has to pay. We're talking about the tsar of the Hashoras Hapsulim. We're talking about specifically in a case when someone was Ma'anis a Besulim. So there's a tsar Godel from the fact that it's the first time there's Hashoras Besulim. So B'Shem Ben Yehuda says that that tsar, the Ma'anis doesn't have to pay. Because if not for him, she would have had that tsar anyways from her husband when she ultimately gets married. So, made of that, he could be Menachem. 
if there was other tsar that the Ma'anis was Mitzar her because he was Ma'anis her roughly, and that's not something that she would have suffered, Avada for that tsar he has to pay. But for this tsar of Ashar's Basudim, that he could be Menake because that's something he saved her from having later. Um, so I call upon him, so we see Rabshim ben Manasi is Zikr the man the Rabshim ben Yehuda is Zikr the man the Amr that says you could be Menak Menak you should you could be Menake Kach Gufne because here also he says you're Menake from the Tashlumen what she's gonna be Asid the Star so too you could be Menake what the tree would have been Asid Lahakish Amr Loi the Chacham over there argue Rabshim ben Yehuda ben Gei Tsar by Oynes and they tell you can't be Menake that Tsar on the count that she's anyways gonna have the Tsar. Because ain't a diamond novellas and the novellas bainus, you can't compare it. The novellas and the tsar isn't as extreme as it is by novellas bainus. So weiter, there's a chiv tashlum tsar even for asharis psulim as well. Akaponim Abayi says that we know from these two tanoim, Reb Shimon and Reb Yeshua, if the nafkamina between the two of them is kach gufne, must be the one that's menaka the kach gufne. That's that's Reb Shimon. Amar Abayi. Hani Tanoi Reb Shimon ben Yehuda Amr Davrechot. That Reb Shimon ben Yehuda Hadamar. We just finished saying Reb Shimon ben Yehuda says that you could be Minake, the Ma'anas could be Minake, the Dmei Tsar Ashar's Psulim, because she's anyways going to have that Tsar. We find other Tanoim that also go with this Shita that you could be Minake. Because Shaitan the Braise, Hani Tanoi Ma'i, who is the Hani Tanoim that he's referring to that hold like Reb Shimon ben Yehuda in the Indian of being Minake? The Sanyi, Reb Yaisi Oimer. So Rashi explains, we're going over here in a case when a person knocked out the vladis of Ishamu Bar. So there's a chiv that the person has to pay the mevladis to the Baal. How much the Isha would have been worth more because of the vladis that she has. So Rabbi Aimer, that you could deduct the mazik, the one who was the one who was mazik, the, the, the vladis, he could deduct nechi the price, how much the Baal would have had to pay for a midwife. In other words, if he wouldn't have knocked out the Vladis and she would have had a natural birth, the Baal would have had to pay for a midwife to give birth. Now that the kids were knocked out through this mazik, so he saves himself that amount of money. So you can deduct that from the Dmei Vladis. You could deduct the value of the Mezoinus. If his wife would have continued her pregnancy full term, he would have had to give his wife additional Mezoinus because while she's pregnant, she needs more Mezoinus than usual. Now... Because he knocked out the Vladis early, so that amount of time from when he knocked out the Vladis till she would have given birth, he doesn't have to give her extra Mezoinus, he could be Menaka that from the payment of the Dmei Vladis. So the Gemara says, Manda Amr according to the Manda Amr, according to Biyasi, that says you deduct the price of the midwife, Kolshke Nechi Mezoinus, for sure you can deduct the price of Mezoinus that he saved. However, Manda Amr Nechi Mezoinus, According to Ben Azai, that says you could deduct Mizainis, could be he only holds you could deduct Mizainis. But to deduct the price of a midwife, that not. The Amalei, because the husband, the, the, the husband of the Isha who lost the Vladis, could say, the Amalei, it's My wife is a Miyaladis herself, like it says in the Parsha, Kichoyois Heina. This, in this week's parasha that Yecheva told Pari, all the Yiddish women are midwives, they can give birth themselves. So this Baal could say, So you didn't save me anything. Benegei a midwife, anyways I wouldn't have had to pay a midwife. A wife could have handled it herself. Mazainis is something that I for sure would have had to pay. So Mazainis, that you could deduct. But a midwife, that's not mochuk. So the Mandar that says that you deduct midwife kolshka Mazainis, which is more partial that he would have to spend. The Mandar that says, 
Mizayinus could be a midwife, not for that he could say, I wouldn't have had to pay it anyways. The Gemara goes back now to the story on Unchesamid Beis, where a person went and cut down someone's dekel. So the Rejgalusa Paskat, he has to pay the value of the dekel, which came out to 33 and a third. And Reb Nachman said, no, that we shouts it up of the Cheshman of Shishim times as much, similar to every case that we discussed when a behem is mazik. The Rejgalusa held that Adama mazik is different than Behemah mazik. Reb Nachman held they're both the same. So the Gemara goes back to that child. So the Gemara, Rav Popov, Rav Hunab Reidav Yeshua, Ovid Uvda Kavasaydi Reb Nachman. In such a story, when someone cuts down someone's dekel, they pass on like Reb Nachman that your Mashiach at Bishishim Kenegdo. Bishishim. Lishna Achrine, Rav Popov, Rav Hunab Reidav Yeshua, Shamudikla Agav Katina Da'are. Pashtas, it means the same thing. It just the first month, the first lashon was just that Stam Bishishim. They say Katina Da'are means a small karka that holds in it Shishim. The column, in other words, not shishim the column by itself. It's 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 a karka of shishim the column, but akoponim not a dekel b'fnei atzmer like the reish galusa. In that sense, they held like Reb Nachman. What's halacha lemaisa? V'hilchas akavasei der apopur hundred b'lev Yeshua b'dikle darmo. V'hilchas akavasei der reish galusa b'dikle parso. Dikle parso is a very expensive dekel. Rashi says so. Mamele in such a dekel, it's not fear for the nizik to shatz it up or to. A karka that has 60 decolum, how much less it's worth because it's missing one decal. Since it's a very expensive decal, you should pay more for it, and therefore you have to shots it up if atzmai. So, by such an expensive decal, like a decal de parso, there we paskin like the Galusa that we shots it up if atzmai. But other decolum, there we paskin like a pop of Yeshua and like Reb Nachman that we shots it up Bishishim. He was wearing black shoes. Taisa says everyone used to wear black shoes, but the Chiddush was people wore black shoes with white shoelaces. He was totally black. He wore the black shoes as well as black shoelaces. The koi b'shukad nado and was standing b'rabim b'shukad nado. Ashkachu the beirish galusa the people from the from the Reish Galusa's household found him. They asked him, Why are you wearing different shoelaces than everyone else? Why are you wearing black ones? Because I'm being misabul on Yerushalayim, and therefore my Avelis and my Tzara from the Avelis of Chorim Yerushalayim causes me to wear everything black. Only an Adam Chashev is margish the Charbon so stark that he does extra pu'ulis of Avelis more than Chazal or Mechayim. Sovereign, you are Rahav. They held that he's being a Balgaivi. He's showing that he's an Adam Chashev, a Mele by him, Segeitaman Chorbon by Semitish more than others. And they felt that it wasn't proper such a Gaivi. Asiu of Chavshu, they locked him up. Amrlehu, he said, What do you mean? Gavarabba, no. I'm allowed to do this. I am a Gavarabba. Amrlehu, how are we supposed to know you're a Gavarabba? I'll give you two options. Either you ask me a question, see if I have the answer. Or I'll ask you a question, and you see if you can answer my question. You ask us. So he asked him the following question. Someone that cuts down kufr. Rashi says kufr is from the tamarim, but it's a small tamar, it's an it's, it's a unripe tamar similar to an unripe grape the size of Baiser. Rashi says, Kufr b'tmarim is k'baiser b'anov. So what happens if someone cuts down these unripe tmarim from someone else? What does he have to pay? My mishalem. 
He pays the value of kufr. In other words, he didn't take something that was right. He took something that was unripe. That's what he has to pay. And Rashi says, and Amele, he pays nothing because nobody pays for kufr. So Elazar Zahir asked them, why? But eventually it's going to turn into a tamar, a full-grown tamar, if he doesn't cut it down, so he should pay them. Amrle, you're right. Mishalom de mei tamri. Taka pays the value of a full-grown tamar. Amrle, v'lav tamri shakl minei. But what do you mean? How could you charge him for a, for a full-growth tamar? Right now, he didn't take tamar from them. He took kufr. Amrle, okay, so emul at. So what do you hold? Amrle, who I hold b'shisha. Rashi says, you shots up six, uh, you shots up a karka that has shishim tamar, shishim kufr. How much he would pay for such a karka with all the kufr and without the ones that he cut? And Rashi adds the hakol b'chlal shakoyne karka b'peiroseho noisen einiv ktsas b'shvach shal achazman. Rashi says what he meant to tell them is that when he shuts up agav a karka that has shishim kufr, it's not the pshat that we don't take at all into account that eventually it's going to evolve into a full-grown tamr. When people pay for a piece of karka that has in it sixty kufr. They also take into cheshmer that these kufr will eventually become full grown tomorrow, and they pay a little bit extra because of that. So, Mela, we had in the previous Gemara, Nantesam and Aleph, on the top of the Amid, in the last year, we discussed the Machlaikas over there. If someone eats smother, which Rashi is saying smother by an, sorry, we had in the Gemara, if somebody eats boiser, which Rashi is saying that boiser by anovim is similar to this, to kufr by tomorrow. So, by the case of boiser, we saw. The Chacham held you shots up Karka Kama Hoysi Yafa Vakama Hiyafa. And Rib Shim ben Yehuda said that you shots up Kilu Anovim Oymdusli Botzer. So seemingly he doesn't hold like Rib Shim ben Yehuda. He's not shotsing it up Anovim Oymdusli Botzer. He's shotsing it up a Karka with Kofra, a Karka without Kofra. But it's not exactly like the Chacham. It's a little bit more because the Chacham seemingly only held that you shots it up Kamoisha Hain. The smod, the 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 boiser, just he shots it up agav karka. Here he's saying that in that price of agav karka, they do take into account the future value a little bit. Akaponim, that was how this Allah's era passed. Amrulei man amr kavaseich who holds like you? Amrulehu hashmuel chai ubezdine kaim shmuel. He's the god ladar. He's still alive. He has a bezdin. Go send him the shaila. See what he says. Shadru Kamad Shmuel, they sent him the Shaila. Amalhu Shapir Kamalhu Bashishim. Elazir was right that he shots up Bashishim, a karaka that has sixty times as much, Vishafku, and based on that, they let him out of the Tvisa because they saw he was Taka Gavirab. Said in the Mishnah Bashiman Aimir Ochla Payers Gemurim Shalom Payers Gemurim. Tanakama said that by all payers he always shaman Kanegada Sad, the Kamahoisi of the Kamahi offer. Shimon says if the right payers that the behemoth ate, you shots up the payers by itself, the value of the payers, how much they're worth to sell in the shuk, and you don't have to shots it up agav karka. In fact, my time, we saw before a makar for this that we have to be shaman agav karka. Bir bistayache. Zakti gemur, my time of them zakti, had amr achmanu, bir bistayache, malam shacham lagav sade, I'm masking to that drasha. But there's a tonight, honey, mili, when does the tayyar tell us? That the Shuma has to be Agav Sada Acher, Midi the Tzarech, the Sada. Payers that are not right, they still need the Sada, so we don't view it as an entity Bifnei Atzme, we view it as part of the Sada, and therefore the Shuma is based on the Sada. 
But honey, if the payers are fully ripe, even the litzrich of the sada, yes, the payers don't need the sada anymore. Beinayu bayishlum, you have to pay for the payers itself, and we don't view the karka bechlal as part of this. Amra from the brachia, Rabbi Ben Abba, Don Rav Kereb Meir. There was a certain instance where a ma'ase came in front of Rav, and he passed on the lacha lemaise like Reb Meir. We'll see soon what that issue was. When there was another issue where pasuk hilchas Kereb Shimon wasn't a case that came in front of him, but it was a Psak Haloche, in the Geya Machleik, is that he told the Talmidim how they should fear Zich, that he passed on like Reb Shem. these two don't have any connection. Yishtayim, why the Gemara brings them together. Don Rav Kereb Meir, the son, what was the story? Kosov the Rishon, the way Rashi learns over here, the Sugi, there are those Rishon, but learned the Sugi was that we're talking about two different Sadas. Rashi seems to learn we're talking about one Sada, that a person was married, and he was Miyachid, a specific Sada, that his wife will be able to be gave her ksub in case he divorces or he dies, he was miyachet a sada, that this sada will be hers to be able to collect the ksuba from. And then he went ahead and he sold the sada while they were living together. So as long as she's not masking to the mechira, he can't sell it because he was miyachet to her ksuba. If she gives permission, she gave permission. So the son, Kosov the Rishin, Rishin comes, he wants to buy the sada, and the Baal writes a star mechira on this sada that he was miyachet and she wasn't masking to this mechir. Then Lashani, a second lekeach came by, and again he wrote a star mechir on the same field to the second guy. This time she chasmed or kapanim she was masking. So in such a case of the ksubasa, if there's no other nechasim left at the time of his death or the divorce, she doesn't have ksuba. She can't go and collect from this sada that he was miyachet and he sold because she agreed that he could sell it to the Shein Divir of Meir. And Rashi says the Chiddush is that she can't say, Be'etzim, I was never masking at all that he should sell it. Even though the Shein, I was chosmoloi, it wasn't wholeheartedly. I only did it, I tried to make my husband feel good. I saw he wants to sell it, but I just did it to make him feel good, but I really didn't want him to sell it. So of them, Zakhtar Meir, no, we don't believe her. Of the Ksubasa, why? Because when the first guy came along, you were Moichin. And then you didn't go with the Chesh, Menachas, Ruch, Asisi, the Baili. So it must be that the first guy you didn't want to sell, and this person you were masking, your husband should sell. So it's a proper Kenyan, and you can't say that you didn't really have any Haskam. As I held her Meir, Yehuda, Imer, no. She can turn around and say, I was never really masking to this Mechir. I just made believe I was masking to do an achas roch lebayli. Atam alechem you don't have any tvi on me. I want the karka, and therefore I can get it from my ksuba. So in this instance, he had such a story where this happened, and Rav Paskin halacha lemaisa like her mayor that she loses the ksuba. We don't say that she can come and say nachas roch asisa lebayli because if yeah, then you should have been masking in the first mechira as well. Where was the case where he passed on the halacha like Reb Shimon? This is the sugya we were discussing the first mission of Yasin Akainis that Reb Shimon Eimer in a case when your behemah is mazik payers gemurim zokter Reb Shimon achla payers gemurim mishalemis payers gemurim imsa sa imsa saim saim you don't shots it up connected the karka but rather you look at the full value of the payers that the behemah was mazik since the payers gemurim then of them and his gazagavon abir b'stei acher. He shouts it up Ba'en, and this is the case where he passed on Halacha Ledeiris like Reb Shimon. Zogdur Mishnah, Hamagdash Betoich Stechaveir Shalei Bishos. Someone brings in his Tfuah to someone else's Sadr Shalei Bishos, and he makes a pile of his Tfuah there. 
And the Balasod is Behemah, who's roaming in his own field, eats up this person's Tvua Potter. The Baal Hasod is Potter because he can tell you had no Rishos to bring your Tvua in here. If the Behemah of the Baal Hasod is Nizik, Al Yidei, this Tvua, Balagadish is responsible. He had no right to bring in the Tvua, so his Tvua was a Mazik. And we saw in the Gemara before, we're talking about Davke in a case where. The behemoth slipped on the tvua. But in the case where the behemoth ate the tvua, he overate. And because that he got sick and he died, there there's a svara ha'yilosh But v'mehigdash b'rishos, if the balasada gave rishos for the balagadish to bring his tvua in, then the balasada is chayv. The balasada sure eats up the tvua, the balasada is chayv, because when he gave him rishos, he also accepted it upon himself to make sure that it's going to be watched. So the Gemara lay mitzvah the Leikir Rabbi. This is a stam mission the Leikir Rabbi. We had a machlekes Rabbi in the Rabban in a previous mission that Rabbi says the Ikir Rabbi HaOmar Achi Kabbalah Balabayis Lishmer. Rabbi Shita was that mistama. If the Balasada says you could bring your shor, you can bring your payers, kadeiros, whatever it is, you can bring in. All he means is you can bring it in at your own risk. Rabbi holds you don't. You don't say that bring it in and I'll watch it. Unless he's Meqabal Beferish, to be a Shomer. And here it's Mavur, without being Meqabal Beferish, he's accepting your Chayis. Amr HaPapa, no, it could stim with Rabbi, and we'll have to make an Akimta. Hocha benatr beidari askinam. That the owner of this field, he was the Shtat Shomer. In other words, the Minig was that everyone used to bring their Tvua to a certain person, they paid him for watching. He was hired by the city to watch everyone's Tvua. So that's who we're talking about over here. When you brought it into this someone's Chatzar Bishus, he was the Natar Beidori. He was the watchman of the town to watch everyone's Gronus. Such a person, the Kivan Omle Ayel Ugdoish Ayel Vantalachu. Typically, Rabbi says, if a guy says, come in, bring your two in, yeah, bring it in at your own risk. But if it's the Natar Beidori, then when he says bring it in, it means bring it in and I'll watch it, because that's what he usually does. So in this case, even Rabbi is Maida that the Balasada will be Chayef. Zogda Mishnah, Hashalech is a be'er b'yad Someone gives a fire in the hands of a cherishay to the cotton, and they go and they burn something down. Potter b'dini adam v'chay b'dini shemay. L'maisa the cherish did it. He was a goyim, so he's potter b'dini adam. He's chay b'dini shemay. If it was shilich b'yad b'yad pikeich, pikeich chayif, because a pikeich is a barda, so he's responsible for what he does. So therefore, he's chayiv. And the one who gave it to him is Potter, even B'dina Shemai, because it's the Pikeya who did it with his own das. Echad One person comes and he brings a fire, but a fire itself can't go too far. It's going to burn out very quickly. And the second one brings Eitzim and he adds fuel to the fire. And now the fire goes and burns something. Because he's the one that caused this fire to burn something. If not for him, the fire would have gone out immediately. So he's the one that's Achroi. One person brings a pile of Eitzim, the second person brings fire and lights the Eitzim, because Eitzim without Ur can't do anything, so it's the one who brought the Ur who's Chayef. We're talking about in a case where the fire, even after there was wood and there was fire, the fire would still not have gone too far. But the second person, the third person came, Veliba, and he fanned the flame and made it into a big flame, but now it's going to travel. Because without him, nothing would have happened. Lipsa Haruach, Pashas were talking about, Pashapshat, that that without the Ruach, 
even though somebody was Malab already, that wouldn't have done anything. But now the Ruach came and fanned the flames, and it went and it was Mazak, Kulon Pturim, because without the Ruach, nothing would have happened. And it's the Ruach that caused it, so there hasn't, who, who are you going to be Mechaev? So the Chayr, Yesh La'ayim, Taisis Asis Kasha, it's a Pashta Kasha. Every Eish, part of the Metzius of the Mazak of Eish is that a Ruach Metzuya carries the Eish from one place to the next. And that's part of the Chiddush of the Mazak of Eish, that even though it goes with the Ruach, but since you make an Eish knowing that a Ruach Metzuya is going to carry it, it's considered that you did it. So what does it mean, Lips Ruach Kulim Peturim? So Taisa, what Mahalach says, and we're talking about a Ruach Sheinim Metzuya. So that's why you're potter. Zogdu Gemariya, Omer Shlokesh Meshmeid the Chizki. This is what the Mishnah says that if you send a Be'erah Biatcher Shay to the cotton, you are potter Medini Adam, Leishon or Leshamasa Legachel is Valiba. That all you gave the Cherish was a hot coal, and he went and he blew on the coal and he fanned it to make it into a flame. So therefore, you're potter Medini Adam, because you didn't give him a fire to Gemazak of Eish. It's him. With his blowing that he created the mazik. So therefore you're a potter midini adam. Avamasal shall have us. But if you gave him a torch, he doesn't have to do anything. If the mazik is, is is in your hands, you gave him a faratigamazik, then he's taka then the, the maiser is takahai, my time. Mice of Kagarmala, it's the mice of the Mishalaikh that's Goyrim, not the mice of the Kherish. You gave him a finished product, a finished mazik. Even in that case, I feel the muscle I shall have this, you're also potter, my time it, because holding a fire in his hand is not going to do any damage. It's only by walking with his torch to someone's field and throwing it in, that's when it's going to burn it down. It's the, it's the plier that the cherish is holding over here, this fire in his hands, that's causing the hazard because he's taking it someplace else. So when will you be mechayiv? Will mechayiv? Unless you give him in his hands, you give him some kaitzim, some small, thin pieces of wood together with fire, then then the maise of the one who gave it over to him was goyim the fire, then he'll be chai. What's the difference whether you give him a torch or whether you give him the ingredients of a fire? Either way, he has to take the fire further. One Mahalach in the Mepharshim is, the Chilak is, in a case where he gives him a Shalhevis, we're talking about the Shalhevis, it's a torch. It's only gonna, it's not going to move by itself, even with the Ruach. It's only if the Cherish picks himself up and moves it to another place, it's going to move. So Mela, since it's totally in the Maisa of the Cherish, so therefore the person who gave it to him is Potam Duniyadam. Here we're talking about a fire, that once this fire is made, it's going to be carried Beruach Metsuya. So Mela, it's 100%. If you give a cherish fire with wood, he's going to put the two together. It's not even a question. And Mele, once it's together, the Ruch Matsuya is going to carry it. So you know by giving it to him, this is going to happen. Mashain came when you give him a torch, and it's not talking about a case where Ruch is going to blow it. It's a torch. It has to be transferred by hand from one place to the other. It's not clear that it's going to happen. Yitaka Peshaya, maybe, but that's where Yechai Bedina Shemayim. But it's not clear that it's going to happen. So Mamele, it still needs the Cherish's decision to go and do that. So when you give him in front of him wood with fire, that's 100% sure that he's going to be playing with this and create the fire, and then the Ruach is going to come and carry it. So in that case, you're chayv.